0: We are continuing in our series, The Transforming Power of Prayer. The Transforming Power of Prayer. We are still working out of Ephesians chapter um, 1, Ephesians chapter 1. Amen. And, Amen. and we are bringing in Ephesians chapter 3. Um, as we work our way through these two prayers, Amen. Uh, the thought I want to bring to you is, "Let me see my purpose and calling in you, Lord." <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear you. Then go write that. It was already there. Okay. <laughs> let me see my purpose and calling in you. Lord. In you, Lord. After I see you, the next big thing is let me see my purpose and calling in you. Reading from the Amplified, it, it reads as such in our hearing, for this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, that is the people of God. I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. For I always pray to God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that is insight into the mysteries and secret in the deep, intimate knowledge of him. We're, what we're going to deal with today is the next verse. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light yeah. so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. Yes. And how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. Hallelujah. His set apart ones. I, I'm not going to get to that second part. I'm not going to get to the second part. Amen. 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 Let me see my purpose and calling in you, Lord. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask that you would just move Tracy out the way and allow your Shekinah glory to fall fresh on me, Father. While your word is not being preached here, but in every place, allow this hour to be a holy hour. That we would sense your presence. That we will see your presence, that we will know with a shadow of a doubt that your spirit is moving and speaking and directing and is trying to get our attention. Father, allow us to hear from your heart. Do not allow me to impede or to hinder what you want to say. So, Lord, even now. Lord, even now. Even now. Lord, even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. On the last time I preached, we dealt with seeing, seeing God, seeing God more fully. And we dealt with that is necessary. That is, that is, that is, that is, that is that's, that's, that's the first thing we need to see. And even us as Christians sometimes lose sight of how awesome our God is. We lose the allness. We lose the, 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 the excellency. We, we lose that God ought to invoke fear in us. <laughs> not, not a fear of running from him, but that he's holy. holy. He's so far and beyond. He is so transcendent in his nature that that he's of another world. That 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 when you get into his presence, sometimes the hair ought to stand up on the back of your neck, type of thing. It ought to make you bow down and worship him because he's God. <laughs> he's God. But 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 this next part of this prayer is just as important. And perhaps it is the missing link or the missing portion in many of our lives is that, is that we don't understand that if, if, if we've been called into Christ, we haven't been called just to be called. We've been called because God has a purpose with your name on it. <laughs> many times we regulate God's purpose and calling is that, that these fellows up here have been called to preach and teach and we think that that is the extent of God calling. Not true, not, not true, not true. All of us are ministers. Yes. Yes. We just minister in different ways. And you got a calling and a purpose that fits you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It fits you. And, and notice that Paul is saying that I pray that the light he said he said what does it have to be is this is a illumination and a revelation that the holy spirit has to show you why god created you and it's like having a dimmer light that that he got to begin to turn on the light that you begin to see what god wants to do in you and through you That all of us has to be participants and and not get caught up with the strategy of Satan that is trying to make us get sidetracked with the things of the world, with the goodies of the world, to the place that we miss the reason for which you was being created and born. Amen. Amen. I mean, I mean, I, I honestly believe that we don't know how much we have missed out we're not on our
1: path
0: terry said it this morning god's not gonna bless you if you not doing what god has called you to do you're gonna miss out on 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 greater glories on seeing him more seeing him experience him in your life Terry, i heard you say this you said Partying on Saturday and church on Sunday don't work for you. It don't work for nobody. At <laughs> the truth be known, it ain't working for nobody you just you think you do your thing on saturday and popping one day on one thing on saturday then popping for the lord on sunday it ain't working you know why it's not working because god is saying i want more of you than a sunday morning okay you're not popping but But you know, I was, I was in the store yesterday, and as I was in the store, this man came up to me, know me from another church, I haven't seen him from where he said, Hey, from Venice, I said, Hey man, what's happening? He said, God's been good. And I knew instantly he had a story. So I just waited there for his story. And he started telling, me, he said, man, I had six blockages in my heart. He said, I know I'm only here. You know, you know, blockage means that that which is supposed to be passing through can't pass through. That, that something is in the way and then you are limiting the, the flow of the blood. But, but don't you know that you can be in church every Sunday and you can have a blockage in your spirit. And the power and the person and the movement of the Holy Spirit can't flow through you. Because a attitude or a unforgiveness or a I won't is blocking you from experience the Lord at a higher level. You could be in church for years and stuck. Yeah. 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 That's what Paul was saying. He said he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, listen, he said, he said, he said, he said I pray that the Holy Spirit will turn on your lights of your spiritual eyes that, that you will see what you haven't seen so you can get where you haven't been so you can do what you haven't did. Uh, y'all, y'all with me? Y'all with me? You see, because the truth of the matter is You can only be obedient to what you see. But until you see, you can't do it. You know, I I think one of the problems is, is that it's not that we don't know our purpose, but we're afraid to accomplish it. Fear would stop you in your tracks remember when verse God first called me, and, 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 and what God showed me was uh, the immensity of preaching God's word and the accountability of preaching it. All of a sudden, I, I, I just, it just dawned on me that this is not something that you go into lightly. In fact, I really didn't want to preach. But since I was already broken, I was going to do it anyway. But then the reality of what preaching His Word meant just dawned on me. And let me just be honest with you. I was petrified, because oh, yes, yes, uh-huh. I understood that I would be accountable for how I handle His Word how people will put their lives on what I said. And if I mishandle, not only is people's life in danger, but maybe my own. (laughs) I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how, My mom sensed this, but my mom sensed this. She was a perceiver, so without me saying anything, my mom sensed it. And my mom said something that stuck with me for the rest of my life. She said, "You trying to see the end when you're at the beginning?" She said, "You need to take just one step at a time." (laughs) Did you Did you hear that? See, if God has given you something, he's not asking you to bite off the whole thing. But what he's asking you to do is take the next step. Listen, I, I think that if God is giving you something, it is bigger than you. If you can handle it and it's not bigger than you, it's not from God. God don't want us to do what we can handle because that's what we would do. We would handle it and mess it up. What God wants is to have us at a place of being dependent on him. When we went to Israel, I told you this before, the one thing you saw was that with enemies on every side, with them only getting rained during the wintertime, they were dependent on God for their very survival. Isaac kept on saying, water, 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 because without water, there is no life. And if, if it only rains three months out of the year, how much water are you getting, which means that you want it to rain during the wintertime because that wintertime got to keep you through the spring and summertime. My question is this, is that, is that do you see that God is calling you to something bigger than you? Is your purpose bigger than you? Then I'll say, good, you in the right place why because it ought to drive us on our knees that we recognize this is a kingdom thing when god saved us he called us into his kingdom and he wants us to work with a kingdom agenda in mind which me all of a sudden it's bigger than coming to church on sunday now what happens is, it's saying, "Lord, help me to see why You chose me. Help me to see because I sense there's something bigger than what I see. That that You got something with my name on it, and help me to begin. I, I think we all take the gift classes. Deacon Jefferson takes. Uh, I, how can I say this? One of the things that, 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 where we, where, that hurt us is we don't make the extra effort to get the information that would help us. We had a financial class yesterday. Excellent. The only problem is we only had about seven, eight people. And I, I might be too many that I numbered. But listen. It's not that it's not being offered. It's not being. Let me show you how important calling and purpose is. God, in Genesis chapter 2, 15, he, he, he has already created Adam. Adam is a living soul, Genesis 2, 7 and 8. And God places him. In the garden, to tend the garden. Now, notice that God gives him vision and purpose before he gives him Eve. All right. oh, I'm going somewhere. Let me speak to the ladies in the house. If, 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 if. <laughs> no, I know what I want to say. I'm just trying to say. If you're already married and your husband don't know his vision, I'm so sorry. Pray that he comes to know his vision. Because until he knows his vision, he don't know how to treat you. He don't know himself till he's working his vision. So, So let me speak to the ladies that's not married if he's not working on knowing his vision, what you doing with him? There would be no room for you. Eve is called as a helpmate to help Adam fulfill what God has showed him. If God have not showed him, then she can't help him. Listen, you fit into not just him but the vision and purpose that God has called him to, which means he's open so when he comes to cover you, it fits. But if he's closed, you are running around trying to fit in some place that's not open. So listen. For all of us, unless we understand our God-given purpose and calling, your capacity to be what God has called you to be is limited by what you see. That's male or female. Listen, that's why it is so important to deepen our relationship with the Lord because the more we deepen it with him, the more he enlarged our capacity because our capacity can be no larger or deeper than our relationship is with him. Listen, you can't pour into somebody that something you don't have. And the only way you can get it is that the Lord poured it into you. The next level The next blessing to walk in favor is dependent on us taking the next step. Listen, I don't know about you, but I know me. I want God to show me three steps before I take the first step. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what the problem with that is? God is in control. Tracy isn't. (laughs) So even though I want the next four steps before I take the first step, God is not changing the way he does things to fit my attitude. So guess who has to change? Come here, Recep, for a second. Come here, come here. Uh, I done do this before. Stop right there. If your path is right here and you over there, do you think God's going to show you any more than what you already see? And many times, I hate to say this, we are praying here, and the Holy Spirit is trying to tug on us to get here. Why? It's always about relationship and not about religion. And in a relationship, he said, I want to walk with you, but you gotta come and yoke up to me over here. Your blessings is here. You to see more is here. Wait a minute, don't come yet. <laughs> he he, he wants that. Hey, you know what? He's right. He is right. You know what? He is right. You know what he wants? He wants to be blessed. Did y'all see that? He started coming without me calling it because I talk about favor and blessing and strength and peace. What do you want now? And what y'all didn't get, he did it exactly right without He surrendered. Did y'all see that? He put up both hands and said, Lord, I want bad enough what you got for me, so I throw up my empty hands and I'm coming to get what you got for me. Listen, this is why you don't have to be afraid. This is why you don't have to be afraid. Pastor Dennis taught us this. He says, in the Jewish mindset, the Bible says the hand of God, but they say the Finger, the pinky finger of God. You know why? God don't have to use his whole hand to bless you, (laughs) to keep you, to deliver you. The power of God is like God said, My pinky can take care of this. When he opened up the Red Sea, his pinky. (laughs) So guess what? Whatever you are going through, it's the pinky of God. Listen, and it's on you. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, Thank you, Lord. take one step. Thank you, Lord. Okay, no, not just one, one leg. <laughs> Ankle lamps. We read that in the Psalms, and we think that it doesn't have any meaning, but it does have meaning. It is a device that the Jewish people would put on their lamps that had a candle on it, and it would just give you enough illumination for the next step. Okay? It's a lamp unto your feet, which is guidance, and then with God saying, I will guide you one step at a time. You got to trust me for the one step. I'm not going to show you the next step until you take the first step. And once you take the first step, I will illuminate the next step. But until you take the next step, you won't see the next step. So we call ourselves, waiting on God to show us. But many of us know what to do and just ain't doing it. So now, God says, now, if you're obedient to what you know to do, then now that you took that step, now you see the next step because the light of that step is showing your obedience and your faith now illuminates the next step because because my favor is on you walking in faith and you trust it. I'm ordering your step, but I'm ordering it one step at a time. And what we don't see is your blessing is in your steps. Your favor is in your steps. And we just, see, just watch it. Until you step it out, you're not going to experience the supernatural power of God. Why should you? You're doing it your own way. Don't get me wrong. You will have trouble as you step in. But trouble brings opportunity to see the hand of God in a way you have never seen it before. Thank you, man. I I got a question. Is there anybody who ever had a but God experience? You had a but God experience? Look, let me ask you. Can you look back over your life and see that God has done what he said he would do? No, I said, it can't nobody change your opinion about it, that you know for yourself that God is a way maker, that God is a bridge over troubled water, that God is a miracle worker. I mean, you know, I mean, not that you heard, not that you read, not that you just heard it from the preacher, but your life is a testimony of how far God has brought you. So so now it's what you know. Let me let me share with you. You only get to know that as you are walking where you need to walk. Preacher, wonder if I miss the step. I'm afraid of missing. God. I I got a decision to make and I've been praying and then I went to spiritual counselors. I've been in the word and and what I can determine is that I got a peace in this. I got wise counsel but I'm still afraid because I'm afraid of missing God. Listen, listen. You're right. Take the step where you got the most peace after you got counsel and everything and if you miss it because your heart is, you want to be right with God. God has the best GPS system. I missed my turn the other day. I don't know how I missed it. I don't think I was paying attention, but I missed my turn. So, instead of stopping because there was cars in front of me, I expected the GPS system to recalibrate my position so that I see this say calculating, then it led me another way to get to my destination. Listen, if man can make a system, that can recalibrate your position to get you to your destination. Can't God, don't God, won't God make a... God will make a path out of no way to get you to where you need to... With Him... It's, it's, it's about a heart thing and that we have a desire to be where he wants us to be. We, we have to, we have to, we have to come to the place where, well, let me read this. Let me read it out of the Message Bible. Message Bible, Ephesians 1, 18 and 19 says this, but I do more than think I I ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning and knowing him personally. Your eyes focus and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do. That you may grasp the immensity of the extravagance of his work in you who trust him. That's what he said. he said. He said, God don't, God is, listen, It's because it's for his glory, because it's for his namesake, he wants us to get where he wants us to get more than we do. <laughs> did, you, did you hear that? Because it's about him. Because he desires a deeper relationship. Listen, it, it, on this path is a deeper relationship with him. On this path is, is 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 blessings that that and favor that I won't get while I'm over there. Amen. On this path, yes, there are trials and tribulation, but but also the power of God is released in our lives. Listen, one of the reasons why we don't see more of God because we don't eat. We don't put ourselves in position. I I hear this all the time, and and, and, you know know how poor we are. Let me just be honest with you. None of us sitting here is poor according to the world system. If you want to see poor, you should have went to Africa with me. You may not have what the Joneses have, but you got more than what most of the world has. It's a matter of perspective. Yeah, you may wish that you had a bigger apartment, but you got an apartment. Yeah, you wish your yard was bigger, but a lot most places don't even have yards. In America what we don't understand is there's nobody else living at the level of most americans
1: That's
0: it. Right, yeah. so so we can't say we poor in fact we're, we're we're doing very good we may have some struggles but most of our struggles because we have overspent <laughs> and not on what we need but on what we I'm just saying, y'all. Got more shoes than a few. Got clothes in the closet with tags still on it. And say, I don't have nothing. Got clothes up under the bed because they don't fit in the closet no more. I'll, okay, let me stop. Okay, let me let me stop. Let me stop. Keon said, yeah, stop, Pastor. Please stop." Please. <laughs> but but wait, I mean, and then and then we say we are poor, and the abundance of God has been so good to us, yes, sir. Yes, sir. and we don't and we don't even see it. Listen, 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 listen. It is to his glory that we grasp and begin to walk in our calling. And and the more we walk in it, the more he expands our capacity to walk in it. Until we're walking in the next step, our capacity is only where we are at. But when we step by faith, our capacity to receive the next level is expanded because faith is like uh, blowing into a bloom full of air. Until you blow into it, you don't see how far it can stretch.
1: <laughs>
0: when it is deflated, you don't really see how much, but it's when you, and it, its capacity is dependent on the air you blow into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what he's saying here? He says, Lord, increase their capacity. Yes, sir. Increase what they see. Yes, we just have dimmer lights there, and which means that when you cut it on, it didn't come on to its full brightness, that it cut on, and then you use the dimmer to intense the light, the how much you see. What God is doing, he got a dimmer on us. And he only lets you see how much you really want to see. <laughs> and if you don't want to see no more, he quit turning the dimmer. It's not that not that, that God's holding back on us, but he's going to allow us to walk in the capacity that we have a desire for. God doesn't waste anything. So, God is not going to give you something you're going to waste. So, he will meet you. I, I said this before. I'm going to say it again. Uh, what did you come in here with? A thimble or a bucket? I, I think that. I think that when get real good to you, you bring two buckets. <laughs> I, I think when you realize how good God is and you start tasting and see that the Lord is good, you're going to get three buckets. You know, you can bring as many buckets as you want, but but you need to come with an expectation that God is going to meet you at your expectation. Now, if we're not expecting anything, then we're going to walk out of here with nothing. But if you come with an expectation, let I believe that God will honor our faith of expectation that even if I don't have much, God will expand what I have to meet your expectation. Why? Because God loves folks. Uh, He really loves all of us. But God gets excited when we are excited about him. You know what? I believe God is more excited about blessing us, than we are about being blessed. You know why I say that? Well, I, I go back to the Old Testament, I do go back to Deuteronomy 28, and I hear him say the children of Israel, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, if you obey what I tell you and walk the path, he said, your blessing will overtake you. <laughs> and can I use you again? He's saying that that while you are following me, taking one step at a time, one step at a time, your blessing is moving faster than you because I'm so excited that you are walking in my way. I'm going to overtake you and bless you while you're walking in what I want you to walk in. He, listen, listen. He said, he said, I will run while you walking. I'm running. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, favor is better than money. Favor will do more for you than what money can ever do for you. Favor will bring money your way. Favor will heal you when the doctors don't know what to do. Favor would make people open up doors that that would remain shut for everybody else. Favor would get you in when everything else is trying to keep you out. But favor is when you are walking in the way, in the path that God has called us. I'm shutting it down. One of the things that Satan throws at us is that he put us because of the hard times he put us in doubt of god's intent towards us listen to him in jeremiah 29 and he said said, i know my thoughts towards you well first of all lord why are you talking about your thoughts and your intent he said because they're in doubt of me tracy they're starting to believe that I'm not good towards them. They're starting to doubt my heart towards them because of the situation that they're in and they put their own self in the situation. So I have to explain to them who I am, because they don't forgot that I'm the God that brought them through the Red Sea. Uh, They they forgot that I called them my sons and daughters. They forgot that when they was walking upon my path, could nobody touch them. But when they got off the path, evil came to them. But it's not my fault, it's their fault because they wasn't walking where the blessing was. So I got to remind them that my thoughts, that my intent, that my heart towards them is to give them an expectation and a future. Listen, you may not like where you're at, but keep holding on. Keep trusting God. I I declare that if you trust God and keep doing what you're supposed to do, your blessing is going to come sooner or later. Listen, I believe that God honors faith and, and if you keep on keeping your faith, well, how do you keep faith when everything is negative? Uh, uh, how, how, how do you keep faith when, when, when the sun isn't shining? How, how do you keep faith? Well, I think the psalmist helped us. He said, I look to the hills. Listen, I really look over the hill. You know what he's saying? I look up. He doesn't say he sees anything, but he looks in the direction of God. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Listen, I still don't see nothing, but I know that he's above me. I know he's above my enemy. I know he's above my situation. So I'm going to look up. But with have come with my help, because my help, my help is coming from the Lord. I don't know when, I don't know when, but I know from whom. It's the Lord that is my help. Listen, 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 listen. That's what keeps you faithful on your path. When your path gets hard, you defer back to the character of who he is. You go back to what he has shown you about himself. You go back to what he has already done. You go back to who he says and how he operates in his word. And you begin to speak to yourself in song, in words, in rehearsing how good he already been and you keep on walking. Even when you don't understand what he's doing in your walk, trust him for the walk. Listen. Listen, there's a difference between God being good and your situation being good. Your situation may not always be good. (laughs) Somebody said, but it's good for you. Listen, (laughs) listen, you don't beat me to the punch, man. (laughs) Okay. Your situation may not always feel good, but it's working good in you. Why? Because upon your path, the most important thing is that you keep your eyes on Jesus. The harder it gets, The more steadfast you got to keep your eyes on him. (laughs) When the enemy is 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 coming in like a flood, it is critical you stay steadfast on your look at him. (laughs) Huh? 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 huh. I mean, that's when his word becomes. I mean, you got to start start saying your word to yourself. You, you got to keep singing a song. You, you got you to gotta remember, remember when you first believe. That's, that's, that's when you got to use everything you know to stay on the path, to stay that, 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 that you want to see more life. because the devil's trying to take you out of position, but God's going to help you stay on position. We are already victorious if we keep our eyes on the Lord. Listen, you have already won the race. You just got to stay the course. Lord, help me to realize you have called me. You have purposed me. And you didn't start at the beginning. You started at the end and worked your way back. (laughs) Which means then it's already set up. Tell your neighbor, it's fixed.
1: fixed. fixed.
0: fixed. 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 (laughs) You know what's fixed? Your victory is already fixed. God fixed it before he set you on it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If the game is already, if the fight is already fixed, then you know you're going to win. You might have to take a couple of punches to make it look good, but you know in round six, he's going down for the count. It's Guess what? Yes, it's fixed. Tell your neighbor again. It's fixed. it's fixed. The devil is already lost to fight. Okay. And all you have to do is just keep on staying on. I know it gets hard sometimes, but your journey's already fixed. Yeah. You have to know that for yourself. That's how scripture can say that we're more than conquerors. Hallelujah. That's how God can say that that you're already victorious. That's how God says that that you're the head and not the tail. How is he speaking this unless he has already set it up to be that? And what he's asking us to believe him at his word Amen. and let him guide us and walk us upon our path yes. as we fulfill our calling and purpose in Christ Jesus. Yes. I would never tell you it's easy, but I will tell you he's good. Yes. <laughs> he's good. I'm done. But somebody said he gets sweeter and sweeter. <laughs> somebody says that, that taste and see that the Lord is. Uh uh uh. Y'all know that, huh? Huh? So, so somebody said he's better today than he was yesterday. And that tomorrow I expect him to be even Is he really that good? Has he done it in the past? Then don't you have an expectation for the now? Don't you believe that he's gonna take you into your future? Can't you shout and praise him for what he has already done and what he's gonna do? Can't we shout the victory even now? Do we really have to wait till the battle is over? Can't we say hallelujah now? Can't we say glory now? Can't we say I'm a winner right now? Can't we say greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world now? Hallelujah. 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 Keep your eyes on him, your yeah. up with him, and watch him walk you into your victory.